Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rob Beckett and Dr. Desmond Barrett, the founders of the Rural Revitalization Network. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to episode 19 of the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your host, Pastor Rob Beckett, and myself, Dr. Desmond Barrett. Today, we want to talk about, uh, on episode 19, revitalizing the pastor's spiritual life in the midst of a pandemic. You know, a year ago at this time, we thought we would be out of this pandemic. We never believed that we would be 12, 13, 14 months into this. And this has challenged our spirits. It's challenged our churches. It's challenged our leadership ability. And we're hearing more and more from our network partners how tired they are getting. Some of them recently spoke to us privately and publicly and talked about that they wanted to possibly look for an an exit strategy, exit from their church or to exit from ministry altogether. And so today we wanted to talk about six key things that we're seeing and we're hearing uh, from our revitalizing pastors, but we want to look at it from the side of a spiritual renewal. We want to connect on the spiritual side to help our pastors move forward. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is this, is that we have to find time to be alone with God. So, Pastor, I want you to begin to focus on where is that private area that you can go. For many of us, we have a favorite chair that we like to pray in, but a lot of times we're disturbed by our family members coming into the house. Think about the church. You're trying to get alone in your study or inside the sanctuary, and someone in your congregation comes by and they just want to talk because they saw the pastor's car in the parking lot. We want to encourage you during this time of self-renewal that you need to get alone with God. Maybe that's a hiking trail. Maybe it is a drive. But find a place where you can be alone with God to begin to uh, declutter the clutter that's inside your mindset. The second thing that uh, we want to talk to you about and encourage you to do is you got to share your heart with God to experience a soul renewal. This is what I call the the uh, downloading your 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 mind and your body and soul so God can pour into you a spiritual renewal.
Yeah, I want to encourage you, pastors, and I think Pastor Rob, you're, you're absolutely correct, is that we have to be a people that share. Now, if we're uncomfortable uh, sharing with our spouse or sharing with a trusted colleague in the field, then we have to be someone who is open with God. God already knows our thoughts. God already knows our hearts. We have to, when we get away, we have to just give it all over to him. We can't hold anything back. If we need repentance, then we need to repent. If we're struggling uh, with depression, then we need to give it to God. If we're struggling in our feelings of inadequacy during a time of a pandemic, we have to give it over to God. If we're going to be the people that God has called us to be, if we're going to be the leaders that God has called us to be, then we have to be a people who allow our soul to be renewed because we're constantly pouring it out on a weekly basis. And so, Pastor, the third thing in revitalizing the pastor's spiritual life in the midst of a pandemic is this, is the one you pray to must be more important than the problem you bring. Now, many times, pastors, we look at the problem and we see it as so big and we forget about that we serve a big and mighty God. Yes, sometimes we say that, but we have to be a people who believe it. You know, even in the midst of this pandemic, when little sister uh, Mary Margaret drives you crazy, that church boss, we cannot allow that negative thing to become so big in our lives. People are stressed. Just recently, I went through a uh, my two-year pastoral review at my current church, and uh, three of the 10 board members cited that we wanted they wanted to sing more hymns. They wanted hymns in the church. Well, my friends, if you ever listen to to our worship, you would understand we're not a hymn church. I don't preach, you know, in that style. And uh, I I said to my district superintendent, he asked me, he says, what's what's with it with these these three people with hymns? And I shared with them that everything around them is changing. Everything is completely turned upside down and they're finding comfort in where they used to be. And I said to them, uh, and I said to them, and I said to my DS that I am not going to allow the past to hold us hostage, that I'm going to continue to push forward. It's the same thing in our own spiritual lives as pastors. As we go through a crisis, we want to go backwards when we have to look forward to the God that is big enough to solve all of our problems, even in the midst of a pandemic.
And so the fourth thing, pastor, is that you have to ask for your blessing. What is it that you're needing God to show up and to provide for? Is it your finances? Is the church struggling to even pay your salary? Is it that you you, you need, you have a need inside the church? Maybe you have a, or you've had several members that have had COVID-19. Recently, I just buried a gentleman who had been coming to our church over the last couple of months, and he caught COVID, and he passed away, and we had to grieve that process. But whatever it is, I'm just believing that God wants to show up in your, your life and in your spirit. And so what is it that you need God to show up? You have to become a person that asks for your blessing. Now, we see in, 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 in Chronicles chapter 17, this, this a prayer of David, and David begins to pray. And one of the things that he does is that he offers or he asks for a promise. He reminds God of what he's done, and but he also says, God, provide to me that promise. And so we need to become a people of faith that begin to speak it and begin to believe it, that God is working behind the scenes on our behalf and begin to ask for that promise. The fifth thing that pastors, we want to encourage you to be doing in your spiritual life in the midst of this pandemic is to thank God for what he has done, what he is doing, and what he will do in the future. And so when you find yourself alone with God, when you have found that place hidden away and you've had that accountability with someone and you've told them that you're disconnecting for this hour or two hours to be alone with God, I encouraged you to get a pen and a Bible and some paper. Well, this is the time that you can use it. And you begin to write down a list of all the things that you're thankful for, going back to the beginning of your ministry, maybe at this particular church, but also at other ministry assignments. When God moved in your life, when God showed up on your 
your life and then begin to praise him for what he has done in the past. The second thing is, is that then write down everything, even in the midst of a pandemic where God has shown up, that the offering has, has, has shown up to where you've been able to pay the mortgage on the building, whatever it is, and begin to praise, praise, praise God for that. And then begin to dream. Take some time to pause your spirit and to allow God to move and to show you where you want, he wants you and your ministry to go in the future. And then write that down and begin to praise it. We have to be a people who praise God for what he's done in the past, what he's doing in the present, and what he will do in the future. The sixth and final thing of the revitalizing the pastor's spiritual life in the midst of a pandemic is to claim the victory over your prayer. And so, my friends, the six things we want to encourage you to do in revitalizing the pastor's spiritual life in the midst of a pandemic is to find time to get alone with God, is to share your heart with God to experience a soul renewal. The one you pray to must be more important than the problem you bring. Four, you got to ask for your blessing. Ask for that promise. The fifth thing is to thank God for what he has done, is doing, and will do in the future. Praise him all the time. And then the sixth and final thing is to claim the victory over your prayer. As always, our friends, we want to thank you for joining us today on the Rural Revitalization Network podcast. If you are a pastor or a staff person and are in need of coaching and support, let me encourage you to join the network by going over to our Facebook page at Rural Revitalization Network or go to our website at rural-revitalization.network. Until next week, friends, from Pastor Rob and myself, remember you are doing better than you realize. Have a great week.